And welcome, welcome, welcome to Easter. Welcome to Easter. Now, we've already had our, our music party service, and I'm sorry that you had missed that. Uh, we don't have all our copyright stuff put together for all the music that we're going to use. So we did not have uh, the music displayed for Easter. But we want to make sure you get your Sunday morning message today. So make sure you get that. And I will not be able to see your comments because we're having regular worship and um, somebody else is holding the, the, the camera for us today. I'm not using my computer, so we'll not be able to see the comments. We're going to make a comments and things on there. If you do have Facebook, we're going to actually go to Great Commission Evangelist and Ministry, whether you watch it now or in a replay. And what you want to do is also click share. Click share on that. And if you want to, you can send a messenger to your friends to let them know what's going on so they can be a part of the worship service online. Okay, so we just want to welcome you today. Welcome you. And uh, also, if you're on and you're having a great day, type in yes. Are you happy that you're here today for Easter? If you're online and say, see that, type yes. Are you guys happy that it's Easter today, kids? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. How about you two in the back? Are you happy it's Easter? Well, one's shaking her head back there. That's great, great, great. Um, so I'm going to open up in prayer and then we'll just get started with the sermon. Oh God, I just want to thank you for letting us be here today. I just praise your holy name. I pray that you just touch everybody here today. I pray that your spirit will touch me today to help deliver the word that you want us to hear, to say the words that you want me to say, and that your spirit will touch the hearts in the way that you want them to be touched, that the children will be inspired, that our family will be inspired, and that the community will be inspired, and God also those online will be inspired by you, by hearing your word as we talk about why the resurrection, why do we need to have a resurrection day? And I just praise you in Jesus' name, amen. So today we're gonna to talk about why do we need to have a resurrection day? Because today in our culture is is gone more sacred, if you haven't noticed. They talk about Easter, but how much on TV have you talk, seen them talk about Easter with Jesus? It's usually the bunny rabbit, in fact, go over there and grab me one of those eggs, uh, Jeremiah, one of those Easter baskets. Okay, this one we're going to be handing out to you. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Run, 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 run. But he, Jeremiah's coming. Come on, come on. And we'll be showing some pictures of this later. These are some things that we're going to be handing out to the community today. And uh, this is our, our Easter eggs over here. So it has a basket of Easter eggs, some cotton things, and some chocolate candy and stuff. And that's what we're heading out to the community today. But some people think that Easter is just about the eggs, the candy, the jelly beans that we have inside this bag, about having some chocolate. We have two little chocolates right here, or the Easter egg gum, and all the Easter stuff. And about Peter Cottontail off and down the bunny trail. People think that's what it's about because they watch all the Easter cartoons. And I think even Charlie Brown has some Easter stuff. And very rarely now do you hear them talk about Jesus. Now, I was surprised that the History Channel this year talked about Jesus. They did have the Bible on there. And in the past years, instead of talking about Jesus who he was, they instead started talking about the book in the Bible. In fact, another channel has stuff about the book in the Bible. And when they talk about Easter, they focus on spring and colors and all these things instead of what 
is just about Easter is about Jesus. It's about worshiping Jesus. And why do we need to talk? Why did Jesus have to die on the cross? Why did he have to rise again from the dead? And why did we need Easter? I'm going to try not to go too long today. And I'm just going to touch on some verses. Number one, Romans chapter 5, he says, But God demonstrated his love to us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Did you guys hear that? While we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. So God showed his love to us that while we are yet sinners, he died for us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You know what that means? Jeremiah and Noah and Ayani and Eniah and Debbie. It means that Jesus Christ came and died for you, 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 even Selena, even me, and anybody else who earth. He died for us all. Because a long time ago, man decided to go against God and bring sin into the world by disobeying God's command and by trying to be in charge themselves instead of following God. That's what we see in Genesis chapter 3. And we talk about Adam and Eve eating the fruit. But it's more about them trying to be in charge instead of letting God be in charge. Does that sound familiar today? We're trying to be our own self-person. We're trying to be our, our own self-made person. But that sin came into the world. And the only way that it could be taken away was through Jesus. And in Genesis chapter 3, God told Satan that I'm going to send somebody to come and save my people. You will bite his heel, but he will crush your head. And that was all talking about Jesus when he died on the cross for our sins. That's exactly what happened. But Jesus dying on the cross would not be enough. Because we had a lot of great men that died on the cross. We had Buddha. He was great. And some people consider him like God. There's people that worship Buddha, but he was just a man. And he sought self-introspection. And he died. And they believe they somewhere hidden there. His tomb is in case of gold, Buddha's there. Everybody knows that he, he knows some stories. You can find some of these other people's uh, places where they're at, where they died. Of other great, great leaders and teachers that people take time to worship and venerate. But Jesus did not die. I mean, Jesus died, but he rose again from the dead. He is the only one that rose again from the dead. Okay? Jesus. Why? Why was Jesus able to rise again from the dead? Because he was God. He was God. In Colossians chapter 1, it says that Jesus Christ is one that holds all the elements of earth because he is God. And if Jesus ceased to be, the world would cease to be. And because he was God, he was able to die and rise again from the dead. And we saw the real thing. Now, my favorite drink is Coke. You guys know the anybody here like Coke? Okay, now I drink Diet Coke, but I, I, I and I can't drink that Diet Pepsi. Man, it tastes terrible. <laughs> Diet Pepsi tastes terrible. My wife likes Pepsi though. She's a Pepsi fan. But I like Coke. I like the the real thing. The real thing, Coke. Okay, if you guys are old enough, those that are new to old commercials, it's the real thing. Coke is well. 
I like Coke because it's a real thing. And the same way I like Jesus, and I love Jesus, and I dedicate my life to Jesus because he is the real thing. We don't want to fall on fake God. We don't want to fall on fake philosophies. We don't need to be listening to things that won't get us to heaven, that won't truly give you true peace and meaning in your life. If you want true peace and meaning in your life, you need Jesus. In John 10, 10, it said, Thy come, that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly. Jesus Christ came, he died on the cross, he bore the sins of the world, because we need that sin forgiven. And what happened when we have sin in the world in our lives, it makes us look inward instead of outward. And we make decisions like we see around the world, we might find a cure, but that cure also causes other problems and complications. We might find technology like building computers and phones and all these things and cars. And right now we're gonna make it autonomous cars. And we have little thing gadgets we can put in our body to make the body more enhanced and make things work better. But guess what? Everything we create also creates a problem. Think about it. We create something that it has some defect or it causes more defects or something else because we are sinful and we don't have, aren't doing things that are in God's way. When we do things God's way, we wouldn't have the pollution. We wouldn't have all the the, the civil problems we're having because we have a government, a government that looks outwards and is centered by God and takes care of everybody instead of us being self-centered and doing things that pleases us and what we think is right. And that's why we have so many problems in the world. And mankind's problem even caused the earth to turn upon itself by bringing thorns and death, not just to us, but to the whole earth because of sin. And Jesus said, that's not the way I want it. And I created mankind in my own image, and I love man. That means he loves you. He loves you, 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 and he loves you. Jesus Christ came and died for you so that you might be saved, that you might not have to go to hell that he made for the angels, and that you could go to heaven and know Jesus Christ is the person that's what Jesus did. And that's why he died on the cross for our sins. If he just would have died, he would just be like any other man and got in all these enemy religions. That wouldn't have made any difference. But in fact, because he was God, he did rise again from the dead. In fact, Hosea chapter 8 is prophesied that Jesus Christ would have to rise again from the dead. It says, Come and let us return to the Lord, for he has torn. For he has torn, talked about him being torn on his body being torn on the cross, and he will heal us. He has spent it, meaning he has been beat up by the Roman soldiers, and spit on and beat up by people as he's walking down the road to that cross, and he will bind us up, meaning that even though he was injured, he will bind us up. He's doing this for our benefit. Binding up means to, to like, if you have a cast, to put it around and make you stronger. Or like a band that you put around your hand and make your hand stronger. After two days, he will revive us. And Jesus Christ made us raised on the third day. And on the third day, he will raise us up. And we shall live in his sight. And then we will know that if we follow on, on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as a morning. And he shall come to us as rain 
as the latter and the former days of the earth. So we're saying that if you know Jesus, he will not only help you in your personal life, but we have a future to look forward to. Jesus Christ is coming back again. In Revelation chapter 19, it says Jesus Christ is coming back. In Revelation 22, it describes a new heaven and a new earth, and all the great things are going to happen. But only comes if you have Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And this prophecy prophesied that Jesus Christ will rise again for the dead. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 25 and 28, it says, Nor yet should he offer himself often as a high priest into the holy place every year with blessed her for, for then must he have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now what's the end the world hath appeared to put away the sin by sacrificing himself? And as it is appointed to do the die once, and but after that the judgment, so Christ was offered to bear the sins of many to them that lick on him as he shall appear the second time without sin into salvation. But how can Jesus appear the second time unless he rose again from the dead? And that, and when he rose again from the dead in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it says that he broke the bonds and the chains of death. And also he brought the fact that we too are going to rise again from the dead. And just as Jesus has an immortal body, we too will have an immortal body. And that's why it says that famous scene in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it says, O death, where is, O grave, where is thy victory? O death, where is thy sting? Okay? And that's all talking about the fact that Jesus Christ rose again from the dead. In fact, Paul would further say that if Jesus Christ would rise from the dead, we might as well just go do what everybody else is doing. Drinking, getting high, and doing whatever you want because tomorrow we're going to die anyhow. But we know we can live by the principles and ways of God and live the abundant life that Jesus Christ promised us because he rose again from the dead. And you might ask yourself, what does this mean for us today? What does it mean for you today? It means that if you do not know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, you need to receive in your heart today so that you can go to heaven. Also, I mentioned John 10, 10, it says, I come, the thief, he comes to steal, to kill and destroy. The devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. Sin comes to take us away from the way of God. And the devil was, it was part, part guilty of great ushering sin in the world by deceiving Adam and Eve, deceiving Eve and having Adam be become a part of the crime, to be a partner in crime. He wanted to destroy the creation of God, but God said, I'm not having that sin. I said that Jesus would come down the cross and rise again from the dead so that mankind could be restored. You're not going to destroy my creation. And the only way you can receive that salvation is through receiving Jesus Christ in your heart. And you must believe that Jesus Christ, it says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but you can read it for yourself and see the exact words. You must confess that Jesus Christ died and believe that God had raised him from the dead. 
And if you confess and believe, it says, Thou shalt be saved. But it's not just saying it in your mind and, and saying it in, in, in your mind and stuff. Oh, God, that's in the heart. And when you say that, it's not just saying, I believe it, but it's also believing that God will save you and also open your heart to receive the Holy Spirit in your life. Okay? And that's why we have you pray the sinner's prayer. And later on in verse 13, it says that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoever calls on the name, it doesn't matter if you're rich or if you're poor. It doesn't matter what you're passing. You can be a prisoner, the worst person in the world, done the worst crime in the world. But God wants you. And he will save you if you call to him. It doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter what your shortcomings are. God wants to save you. But you need to receive him inside your heart. You need to believe. So if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I invite you to ask into your heart today to say, Lord Jesus, I need you. I believe that you died across my sins. I believe that you rose again from the dead. Repeat those words. I believe that you got down across my sins. I believe that you rose again from the dead. Please come to my heart and save me and take control of my life. And today I commit myself to you. And if you say that and mean it, that means the Holy Spirit is, is entering into your heart. And today you're guaranteed to have salvation and go to heaven. And Christ can help you out today. More encourage you to go to Great Commission Evangelist and Ministry.org. Click on How to Go to Heaven and message us and let us know that you have received Jesus. And we'll send you a, a booklet to help you start following Christ more. And also, we have some other things on the website that help you out as well. If you're a Christian but you haven't followed Jesus, I would encourage you to dedicate your life to God and start following Him right. If you have a need for prayer, message us, us on Facebook or on YouTube, or you can go to We Pray at GCEM.com. I mean, We Pray at Gmail.com. Okay, We Pray GCEM at Gmail.com. That's what it's looks here and here. We Pray. GCEM at gmail.com. And you can message us there. Email us and let us know your prayer request and we'll be praying for you. That's all Briar has to pray. Oh God, I just want to thank you for letting everybody be here today. Just praise your name. I pray you just touch everybody had a chance to listen. And if there's anybody that you see up here, you see those sisters spirit there, those that have need, meet their needs. And we just want to thank you for rising again from the dead for us and giving us life. And I just praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.